Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. Whenever someone brings up the Victorian era, I think the tendency most people have is to stifle a yawn or to begin the more exciting task of contemplating one's navel, but man, you've got it all wrong. They was wildin' out there. At the time, the Thames River was so full of sewage and dead animals that you could pretty much walk across it. In the 1860s, dresses became so wide that women would frequently get stuck in doorways. Women tied meat to their faces to aid in the, quote, preservation of a youthful complexion. Yes, they literally wrapped twine and a cut of beef to their face and walked around. Grieving families would commission portraits of children's corpses, often posed as if they were still alive. It was the Wild West of bizarre behavior. But let's fast forward a bit and we'll come back. So just hold on to your britches. In 1982, a man in his early 30s named Michael Fagan was found twice inside Buckingham Palace. On the first occasion, he roamed rooms that were used by Princess Diana, and he allegedly tried sitting on the throne for a bit. During his second break-in, and after managing to get past the palace's 14-foot-tall wall with its spikes, barbed wires, and all, Fagan eventually reached Queen Elizabeth II's bedroom. The incident is now considered among the worst risks to the safety of a royal in modern times. But there were intruders to Buckingham Palace long before Fagan. The Boy Jones was a real celebrity stalker of the 19th century who entered the palace multiple times and forced authorities to take extraordinary measures to protect the reigning monarch, Queen Victoria, for whom the eponymously named Victorian era is named. Long may she reign. In one instance, the boy Jones, who first wandered the corridors of the royal palace when just 14 years old, was found having stuffed underwear that belonged to the queen down his pants. Was he a madman? Was he a criminal? Sources say he was perfectly lucid about his deeds, his actions were not viewed as being malevolent, uh, rather those of a slightly creepy oddball. You know, just creeping, as is tradition. His days as the Queen Stalker would haunt him for the rest of his life. Edward Jones was indeed a very weird character. Oddly enough, the boy never expressed an interest in women except for Queen Victoria. There isn't any record that explains why Jones ignited his obsession with the monarch, who was the Queen of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland from 1837 until her death in 1901, he normally just used doors and windows that were left open on the palace grounds floor. He was extremely ugly, with a wide mouth and low brow, and he never washed, which is why people thought he was a chimney sweep or a mudlark. A mudlark, for those wanting to know, is a scavenger of the dangerous tidal mudflats of the River Thames. Security around the royal residence had reportedly been loosely and inefficiently organized during the early years of Victoria's reign, Drunks or poor people were occasionally found sleeping in the yard within the boundaries of the palace. People were able to jump the walls quite easily. The first time the boy Jones entered the palace, it was 1838, and it was on this turn that the impish little boy went after the underwear of the monarch. That's right, this boy, in modern times a would-be 8th grader, was obsessed with stealing Queen Victoria's panties. In another instance, he was caught stealing from the kitchen. 
Twice more, he was allegedly found trying out the throne as well. He earned the nickname The Boy Jones by the staff of the palace, and each time he was found roaming around, Jones was handed over to police officers. Authorities were worried about what else could he have possibly done during his illicit endeavors in the royal quarters. How well did he know the palace at this point, and what else did he see? This worried everyone. Victoria's knickers were clearly in a twist, although who's to say because Edward actually had them. Some sources say he supposedly eavesdropped on some important conversations between the Queen and her ministers. The boy also managed to pick up a portrait of the Queen, a letter, and a collection of linens. But after stealing the royal panties and a regimental sword, Jones was acquitted. Can you believe it? Went to trial? Acquitted. In fact, breaking into the palace was a civil, not criminal offense until 2007, and various monarchs have been reluctant to stoop to filing a civil suit. However, the crown did find it in their hearts to punish the boy the second time he broke in the palace, as well as the third. He got away with three months of hard labor for his troubles, as of December 1840, when he was discovered under a sofa in a room next to the queen's private bedroom. The queen even noted the frightening moment in her personal diary, with disbelief at how the intruder came so close to her bedroom. After Jones served his punishment, he trespassed inside Buckingham Palace once again, and this time authorities were confused. What, what, what could we do? What's the next course of action? What do we do with this kid? The boy Jones was invited to join the Royal Navy, voluntold, and this way he could be away from home and away from the palace although at one point he snuck away and walked 70 miles to London to revisit his old friend the Queen. According to Google Maps, that's about a 23-and-a-half-hour walk. He was caught again and returned to his ship. Also, apropos of nothing, here's some fun facts about his brief naval career. The three ships he served on arguably have the best three names in Her Majesty's fleet. The HMS Warspite, the HMS Inconstant, and the HMS Harlequin. And each one of those ships has its own Wikipedia page. The Warspite had previously been named the Waterloo and the Conqueror before being burned down to ash by three teenage boys. The Boy Jones was not, as far as we know, among them. The Inconstant was the fastest warship in the world in 1868 and remained in service, mostly as a training ship, until 1955, ten years after the World War II. And nothing interesting happened to the Harlequin. Eventually, he was deported to Brazil, where he was kept on board a prison ship for some six years. The prison ship certainly didn't work well for Jones. He was often drunk and implicated in a number of thefts. He eventually made it back to England, but was soon deported to Australia, their new penal colony. He worked for a while as a vendor, and he succeeded in returning to England once more, but was firmly persuaded to go back down under, where he became the town crier in Perth. The notoriety of Jones's name did not cease and was no different in Australia, where jokes were shared about him the same as in England. In his 60s, he started going by Thomas Jones, but he was still known for his escapades as The Boy. While he rid himself of his old name, he didn't rid himself of old habits. He kept on drinking until it caused his death in 1893, where Jones was so drunk that he fell off a bridge. And despite trying to hide his old reputation, his headstone very prominently mentions his castle break-in. So, now you know the true story about a boy named Jones, one mad lad who snuck into the royal chambers, clambering for some of Her Majesty's unmentionables to flaunt about, and thus, Victoria's secret was finally revealed. 